Welcome back to this Film Sessions podcast, everyone. Today, we are excited, excited to be featuring Hugo and Cecilia. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Thank you for having us today. Uh, my name is Hugo Montesioca. I am a writer, director. I'm from Monterrey, Mexico. And, you know, I've always be, been passionate about filmmaking and, and storytelling. Hello, my name is Cecilia Becerra. I'm from Campeche, Mexico. And since I began to have a passion for movies, I started my filmmaking journey as a director. And we already really excited to share more about our journey with you today. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So how long have you two known each other? Um, since last year, we, we met last year actually. Yeah. And, and you know, our second collaboration was, was this project. And oh. yeah. Wow, y'all just met and y'all already two projects down. That's crazy. So why don't y'all, why don't we go into that? What's your film about? Yeah, of course. Um, our short film is called uh, The Confrontation. And it's this kind of like uh, action short film um, kind of uh, movie. And it's about this, uh, you know, futuristic world in which um, an, an, <clears throat> an accident happened and pretty much left the world without water and it, it follows this character called axe and he lives in the, in this uh, wasteland and faces mm-hmm. this other character called rue so it's like uh, you know this confrontation that these two characters have in this world without water pretty much okay where did this idea of a world without water come from yes yeah, so uh, actually when we made the short film um in in my hometown, uh, we had like this water crisis in which, uh, you know, water was a really scarce resource and, and then and it didn't rain for for months. So it was like a pretty uh, like, a you know, a crisis pretty much. And of course, not just in my hometown, but also in, in, in a lot of places all over the world, this has happened. So we wanted to tell a story with this topic, you know, to to kind of let more people know about you know this issue pretty much and you know mm-hmm. what sign kind of yeah that's interesting because you know with a lot of a lot of situations like this you know the first thing people would think to do is you know make speeches or or do uh you know like journalistic like checkups or whatever but you decided to go the short film route and and yeah. put us in the place of of the crisis Mm-hmm. what what uh wow so i'll ask this how long have you both been interested in doing film i know you said a lot but how how long is oh like a long time? i i think i started uh since i was a kid i i also i recently found some videos i, I recorded on my old phone uh, when i was like like nine with legos mm-hmm. i played with legos with my friends but i think uh, like to seriously start to get into filmmaking, I think when I was, you know, a teenager around 13, 14, pretty much. And that's, you know, my my filmmaking journey evolved. And now like it's pretty much a, a career pretty much for me. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. pretty well, much like years more, more or less, yeah. In my case, I have always loved movies, but I was just up until I started college when I realized I could pursue a career as a filmmaker. So I just started doing the assignments that the teachers um, put us, like 
do, doing short films yeah. and it was great i really like it <laughs> so since your interest started i'm asking this because firstly i used to want to be an actor i used to want to be in front of the camera have y'all always wanted to be in the positions that you were in for this film or did you also start as wanting to be the guy or the lady in the front of everything making everything happen and stopping all the bad guys that's a great question um for, for me personally i you know i've always had like this director personality you know to tell people where to go what to do and 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 you know my friends always made made me laugh so mm. i like you know i want to record them i want to tell them what to do then later on I, i started taking acting classes to improve my directing but i even if i didn't know what a director was i was already you know kind of directing and that has been my my path and you know I, that's what i've been doing pretty much always mm. well in my case i have to admit at first i wanted to be the actress the spotlight but I am I am a theater kid, so mm, a theater too. kid is not the same as a movie actress. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of a problem. So I just have to be real to myself and say, you know, this is not for you, honey. You you can <laughs> be really great at theater, but not in this. So I started like seeing another roles in the production and i discovered that i'm a bossy kind of girl so <laughs> director was my thing <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so for you cecilia i do want to ask because i i also grew up a theater kid what would you say was the hardest part for you about transitioning from stage to camera i think was that you have to control it everything like mm. in a production in a theater you can do some diy and look good at doing it mm -hmm. but in when you put it on a camera if you are doing something very i don't know crafty it doesn't look very professional sometimes so you have to get out of the box and also because it involves a lot of things that normally uh, a person cannot even consider at first, for example, things like light. I mean, mm -hmm. why someone would even care if the light is blue or it is more yellowish? I mean, those things matter in a production, but you mm -hmm. don't see it until you start making it. Yeah. So, uh, since we've kind of hit the topic of, you know, bumps in the road when it comes to production, what would you guys say you had to battle with the most when making this film? Okay, uh, a few, I, I think a few things. Um, first of all, we wanted, you know, to make an ambitious story because, you know, sci-fi or action was, you know, an ambitious concept, but mm -hmm. we didn't have like a huge budget of course so with the resources that we had we had access to an, a location for free we had two actors only and pretty much focused like the the production money in you know uh, transportation food and pretty much like the uh, costumes for the actors 
So mm -hmm. it was being able to uh, plan really well our, our production, our schedule. We only shot for one day. Uh, mm -hmm. One days technically because we did B-roll, but it was like only Cecilia and I. <laughs> the, the big day was like one day from the morning until, until the end, to the night. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, a lot of planning, a lot of, uh, you know, being careful with our resources so that we were able to do what we wanted to do and, you know, plan ahead. And, and that was pretty much the, 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 the risk that we had, you know, with this production, but also uh, other factors like external factors, for example, the, the climate. It was a really hot day, oh so we God. had to stay stay hydrated uh, because you know we're we were standing in the sun. We didn't have a Wi-Fi. We didn't have a, you know el electricity. So of course we had to have, for example, for a camera, we had a, a lot of batteries. You know, oh the camera is running out. Let's change the battery and all of this. You know, planning. Mm -hmm. Also, we uh, had had different lenses for the camera, so it was like planning. Okay. We are gonna shoot on a 50 millimeter. Okay, let's change the camera. And it was like this um, ambitious project on a low budget. Of course, you know everything can go wrong, but we managed mm -hmm. to make it, you know, happen. All right. So, oh, did you have something to say, Cecilia? I don't wanna. Oh no, no, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, let's say you two are mm -hmm. the some of the most let's just say the most up there uh, uh celebrities where do you see uh your careers long term and in terms of an artistic scope uh when it comes to film specifically i guess uh what is uh your vision your your magnum opus what is what are elements of your magnum opus looking like Okay. You want to answer first, Cecilia, or no? You go first. I I, I see you more. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um. I I think uh, for me personally, I like to experiment a lot with different genres and styles. I feel like each project I make has to be different somehow, and I don't want to like repeat myself. Mm. And you know, I i did i recently did like a an experimental thriller psychological thriller short film which is really different from things i've made in the past so i think um i just want to make something new original that speaks to me i don't know what comes in in later in in, in life i think uh, it will depend on where i am at that moment in in, in my life what mm -hmm. i i just know in terms of like the filmmaking style what or the genre or whatever it will have to be something that speaks to me at that moment and something that is new for me, I think. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, I will love to be more involved in documentary. I recently ended uh, a documentary that it's about a kid that is a musician, but it has Asperger syndrome. And his life story really touched my heart in many ways because I really get involved with his family. Mm -hmm. So I want to tell stories that are not usually being recorded. So that being said, um, as a Mexican girl living in Latin America, it's really hard 
seeing many stories happen and not being told for by the media. So I think I would like to focus on that in the future, but I'm mm -hmm. not close to any opportunities that might come. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that opportunity is waiting right around the corner. I know it. Um, my last question for you two, um, is there any advice that you would want to give up and coming filmmakers, people that are either script writing, acting, or looking to get behind the camera and stay there, you know? Uh, what advice would you want to give those people? What advice? Um, I think, uh, you know, the journey of for everyone is, is different. And, you know, everyone has um, the time that, that they have, you know. Um, but in general, I think to, to read a lot, to, mm -hmm. you know, look up, for example, uh, for me personally, I have... I, I really love watching behind the scenes documentaries of, of films. I have like a big Blu-ray collection and I have, um, I watch them a lot. I, I like to hear filmmakers talk about their process and you know, what things they, they had to do to solve an issue or things like that. That mm -hmm. I think is what really helped me a lot. But of course, you know, do and you know, throw yourself out, out there and with the resources that you have, make a, a short film. And I think that's like uh, learn a lot through, mm. you know, what other people have done, but also uh, do things yourself, I think. Mm. Yes, complementing what Hugo said, documentaries are really helpful. I recommend the Netflix series, the movies that made us. It's full of insights uh, into the filmmaking process. And also, to just do it. Mm -hmm. Like in this case, most of us just want to wait for the moment that we feel like that we are like in our top. Like, yeah, I can mm -hmm. really do this. I feel prepared. I mean, you don't have to be prepared. You just have to take a camera and record. <laughs> so sometimes you don't have to take it. You don't have to take it so seriously. Mm -hmm great advice honestly i mean i fall behind everything that you guys are saying mm -hmm. uh i would like to thank you both for being here for taking time out of your day speaking to uh film sessions podcast uh it was lovely talking to you and i hope you both have a great day thank you thank you, thank you for having us.